Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. Of course, our producer Scott McNally setting everything up here, me and Dusty Hanshaw. And on the show live today, the technician Chris Aceto. Welcome back to It's Just Bodybuilding. It's great to have you here, man. Yeah, What's I up? heard you had like 30 guests cancel on you, so I was like the 31st <laughs> best guest to have. You're, remember the old days of Letterman? He'd always have Regis Philbin on every time someone canceled. Yeah, when, when there was like a snowstorm in New York or something, or yeah, yeah, nobody so could you're get to the studio and say, hey, "Just come by." <laughs> On the hallway, it was easy. Yeah, yeah, he's just at the end of the hall. So it's good to have you, Chris. I see uh, you've showcased one of your new properties through the window. Is that giant building well, yours? Is, yeah, I just yeah, I'm gonna turn that into like uh, hotel. I'm gonna call it Hotel Trenbolone. <laughs> hotel like, Trenbolone. You know, hotel Transylvania. <laughs> uh, it's like hotel california for bodybuilders once they yeah. check in they never leave yeah. okay <laughs> so let's let's get right let's get right to the first question before before anything the arnold classic coming up you have hopped in and taken over for a certain someone what is going on there uh you mean with you mean with Andrew Jack? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm helping Andrew Jack. This is like day 12 or day, yeah. So, no, he um, um, he got in touch with Chris Lewis and Chris is biased towards me. And Chris said, you know, I can help you, you know, if you want to come out here. He wanted to go to California and train, which I think is a big step, right? To come from Dubai all the way to California. So, mm-hmm. you know motivated to say, okay, I, I'm trying to go next level. And as you guys both know, um, you know, uh, the training has to be there. You know what I mean? You can't just diet yourself into like a great bodybuilder. You have to have the training. Um, and so, you know, he decided uh, to reach out to Chris and uh, Chris said, why don't you come out to California? And, you know, uh, Andrew was serious about it, said, I'm coming. And next thing I know, I'm up ridiculous early. You know, Chris sent me a text at like 5 a.m. And I answered in two seconds. You know, he said, I'm like, what are you doing up? It's 2 a.m. He said, I think Andrew is coming out here. I'm like, you know, who's Andrew? You know, I'm like, you know, so <laughs> Andrew Jack. And he said, Andrew Jack. And I said, I know oh, a yeah. lot of people. <laughs> yeah. So he said, you know, he's coming out. And um, and I, you know, I, I just kept on like saying, Chris, 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 Chris. And. And, you know, the funny part is, is um, Andrew was reluctant, you know, because that's the way the world is right now is, you know, he was like, honestly, he was like, well, what's Chris? Is Chris any good? So Chris Lewis said, yes, yes, yes. And just pushed my way. And the next thing I know, it was like, well, I was late. I'm going to fly as I can get it. You froze up a little bit. Yeah, it just froze up here. Freeze for you guys. Yeah, it just froze yes. a little bit. Yeah, I wonder. Right as he was drop, dropping the final line. I know, right? The most important line. Look at you guys drinking coffee at the same time. Amazing. This is what you guys get for tuning in, tuning in live. This, these things happen. They wouldn't have seen this if this wasn't live. I wonder. Yeah, um, froze. I wonder if it's either a his internet signal. Or B, if he needs so to put his good. phone on do not disturb mode or 
You know what I mean? Focus oh, mode. Ringing. His yeah, phone he, might, might have started ringing. Yeah. And, you know, he's a busy guy. He's got, like, property stuff going on and all that. I'm going to have to. That would make sense. If he can still hear us, I'm going to have to hang up on him. And then uh, he'll have to hopefully be able to call back. <clears throat> I, I like I like how that story started, though. Is, is, who, is Chris any good? Huh? Yeah. It's what? first time. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of the, the time that he said Victor Martinez called him. And yeah. he had not been taking any clients. And yeah. Victor had just kind of turned pro. And there he, he is. is. Yes. There he Dude, is. Don't tell me I'm going to have technical issues, but go ahead. No, no. Did your phone <laughs> ring or something? Did someone call you? No, who knows? It's probably, you know, okay. you George know trying to get it to my son. Do you know how to put your phone on focus mode? Like where, Dusty, you, you know how to explain that, right? Come on. Yeah, Dude, but Chris, Chris doesn't love these things. Cop- my phone is sitting on top of a copy pot. And this is the back. <laughs> I think we're just gonna need to I'm go for serious. it. We it's just gotta hope. Pot. It's that if he gets so a call, go for it. if he gets a call okay. or a text, then it'll happen again. <laughs> we can we can get right back to that. So so he goes out. He's gonna yeah. go to California, and and Chris is telling him that he's got to call the other Chris. Yeah. So so he calls me, and you know he said, um, or he texts me, and what's up, me, and said, you know, I wanna. Um, you know, Chris said, I want, I should get with you. And I said, yeah, you know, let's, I, I told him, you know, you just like, Andrew, I'm not telling you anything that nobody else has told you. You just got to be at your best. And and that's it. So, you know, I had, I had said, I don't know if you guys caught that. I thought like the, the next up and coming group, you know, of course, Hardy, but Lunsford and, and um, I think part of that is, is uh, Lunsford and um, uh, Nick Walker and uh, Raphael, and the other one is, of course, Andrew. I think, yeah, I mean, there's other people I'm probably leaving out, but those are people who can do really well going forward mm-hmm. in the next five or six years. What do you think is going to happen and, and, at the Arnold? Um, I think, I, I think you know, Rami will be at his best, or yeah, I mean, I, his best is behind him, I think, but um, hmm. you know, he'll be at his best version of this year, and Nick. You know, Nick's, you know, he's got the psychopath mentality. You know, he's young. Anyone at 25 and well, however he goes, however old he is, is going to have a no fear mentality, you know. So he's going in, you know, full throttle. And um, I think, you know, Andrew can be in there and, you know, it depends on what type of condition he brings. I mean, what, what do you do think? you see? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I saw Andrew three times this year. I saw all three of his shows in person. Yeah. And I just thought that, you know, I mean, he's an amazing physique. I mean, the, the structure and the frame and the muscle mass and all that. But I just think the, you know, that the crispy glutes from the back is the next level for him. So, I mean, yeah. I'm waiting to see that at a show. Like when he turns around and the glutes are are more shredded than everyone else. Like that's the level yeah. that he, if he, yeah. he shows up like that, it's a different story. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you though. You know, I mean, there's nothing to debate there. Yeah. What do you think of Sean Clarita in this Arnold lineup? Um, I, th- I think he's got a killer physique and, and, um, outstanding. I, um, you know, uh, it just, you know, you, you're going up against people who are, I mean, look, he barely gets, by, my opinion, he doesn't really get by Kamal that easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're different physiques. Um, 
And I think Kamal, you know, Kamal was able to get by, what's his, like, Quinton, you know, the best Quinton we've seen. Yeah. You know, twice. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's, there's something to be said for both of them, including Sean. But in terms of, like, beating a, a Nick Walker or a Rami, I mean... There's the 20 story building behind me and there's the four story building next to it. You know, right. You can, you can have a nice four story building. It can be phenomenal, outrageous, absolutely perfect. But you know, most people be impressed with the 20 story building, even if it has defects, hmm. I think. Right. Yeah. It's pretty overwhelming situation size wise to put Clarita next to Rami. Yeah. And that, and that, and that's why, you know, no negative to, um, Sean, as I, I said, you know, he, you know, he gets by Kamal. It's not like he smokes him out of the water by any means, as far as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, uh, and Kamal beats Quentin, you know, but, you know, Kamal already competed against Andrew Jack and they told him he's too small, hmm. <clears throat> you know, and right, that right. was the Andrew Jack, you, you, you see what I mean? And that was the Andrew Jack with, you know, no glutes and hams and Kamal had crazy glutes and hams. So, uh, you know, in Texas, nobody cared. It's valid. What, what, what do you looking back? What do you think? Dusty's, now Dusty's just a facts guy. D Dusty's just a guy. Yeah, you say Dusty's it's valid. a facts guy. Yeah, it's valid. valid. I, it, it just, it's just, just fucking valid. defeat. I mean, I try to imagine standing next to these guys, Rant. Samson's another one. It's just yeah, forget you, you know, you forget who's in the show. Yeah, it start you start adding them up, and I mean, I, I can think of five guys that are pushing three bills. That are uh, that are all capable of winning this show. It makes it really, really hard to even stand. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're all nuts. So, and I have a feeling once that uh, if anyone's like me, when that when that uh, prize money got announced, the the cardio got a little harder, <laughs> and uh, and all of a sudden eating sand tasted a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> money is a great motivator. You know, I've been I've been you know hammering the Arnold for short prize money forever. So for three hundred. You know, 300 will wake up Rami, get him out of bed at, you know, 4 a.m. <laughs> Dave, Dave Palumbo asked me, oh, is he doing it for, for, is he doing it for like to redeem himself? I said, no, he's doing it for the money. Dave's like, oh, yes. I'm like, dude, it, it, you know, Dexter woke up a little bit early when they announced it was 300. Like, like maybe he's doing it. You know? <laughs> Dexter got on the bike and thought, huh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe one more time. Maybe one more time. I got eight weeks. If, if, yeah. they, they, if they if they put the money to four fifty, four seventy five, and they called Dexter, Dexter would have a hard time saying no because he doesn't have to get lean. He doesn't have to get up to do the cardio. All he has to do is get up to train. He's got to yeah. eat. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's got to go to the gym five times a week. Yeah. Man, so in in hindsight, now that a few months have gone by. What do you think of how the Olympia went down when you look back now and you see the po the photos come through the feed and all that stuff? The real photos, not the you know, not the Instagram. Yeah, no, I, 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 I was there and I I I hand. Oh no. Oh. Oh no. Just not gone. Come on, Wi-Fi. I think it could be a Wi-Fi thing this time. Do it for us, Wi-Fi. 
The quality seems fine. It seems so sharp. Unless he is getting a text or a call, uh, then and it's not on. Uh... Do the hang up again. All right. We got to speed this process. Again, to call us back. He just called, but he did not. He... Him, him working with, with uh, Jacked is very exciting, so I'm really looking forward to that. You know? I um... <laughs> Dusty's the accurately rated guy on this podcast. There Dusty's the accurately rated guy? Yeah. We, we can't argue the absolute facts. Yes. We, we, we got to let people know that, that I, have, I live in Maine and we have bad internet connection. We will live with it. There you will go. Live. They will. They will no, live I with mean, it. I mean, so, so at the end of the day, um, Heidi, who's been in great condition, um, came in. Ironically, this is not his absolute best condition, but fuller, and it was enough to you know win the show. And um, when Derek came out, am I still on? Am I? We frozen up. You're good. Yeah, you're, you're good. good. Yeah, you're you're good. good. When, when Derek came out, I thought. Like, you know, stance, relax, front double. It's like, wow, which is exactly what I expected, which is the Pittsburgh, you know, prejudging. Pit- Pittsburgh was the prejudging. Um, it was the pre-prejudging. Um, right, yeah. And I thought, okay, you know, front double, he, he wins. Back double, he wins. But as the show went on, you you see that, you know, Hardy's legs are just outstanding. You know, they're like Ed Kawax legs. They're like full from the top to the bottom. You know what I mean? They're just this... Did phenomenal. He's got Ed Kawak abs. You know, when Ed Kawak, nobody knows who I'm talking about, sits on his ass. I totally know who you're talking about. Eduardo <laughs> there are two people he, that he know. The front double. So um, he was just a little bit too big and too dense and too mature for Derek. And then Nick, um, Nick who's done so much, you know, with his physique in terms of adding muscle and keeping things the way they should look. You know, I, I had Nick in third. Um, but I'll tell you what, if you know, that's because he was compared to Derek and Hadi. I think if they had done like a, like a, uh, Derek would be in trouble if it was a two person call out, Derek versus Nick, hmm. because you can't, you know, just like we're already discounting, I am, Clarita, you know, as being mm-hmm. too small. Derek is small compared to um, actually to Nick. You know, side chest, he's small, side tricep, he's small. Um, you know, Nick can hit a front double sitting on his abs. It's it's probably not as good as uh, I don't think it's as good a shot as Derek's, but there's a lot of stuff to look at there. That's for sure. You know, um, most muscular. You know, uh, he's just a bigger guy. So you know, when you when you compare like five, it's it's different than comparing two. You know, people don't yeah. realize that. So sometimes the way it's judged, just like you know, if if, if you ask on a menu, you know. Dusty, do you want to eat, you know, this, 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 or this? It's like, you can't decide. You say, Ron, what are you getting? You like, you know, you turn to the next person and let you're, you're letting your neighbor help you decide. But if it's only two things, you can pin it right down, you know? Hmm. Yeah. In terms of like, it sounds like a bad analogy, but it's true when you have five or six or like these call outs of seven are really hard sometimes to figure like this guy from that guy. So Nick Mm -hmm. is dangerous because he's got a lot of muscle, you know, and in great condition. So I had him third. Where? Fourth was um, uh, Brandon. Brandon. Um, yeah. Brandon could have been right in the mix to win if he was peeled out of his mind, you know. 
Um, he was very full, bigger than he actually shows. You know, I, I know in pictures he doesn't sometimes look that big, but he was big. He was round. You know, the muscle was hard, but he just wasn't quite, quite, quite there like Derek and, you know, the top three. Um, and then fifth was Rami and sixth was Samson. And Rami just sneaked by Samson. He was almost sixth. What do you see in Samson? Um, height, width, taper. Everything looks perfect with the exception of the back double. Um, and he gets he gets a pass on his glutes. You know, it's funny. I, I had to whittle, 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 whittle down Brendeo, who's beaten Samson. I'm not saying Brendeo would beat him again. But, you know, I wanted to make sure that his glutes and hams were there for days because it's the Olympia, you know. Right. Um, and they weren't there for days, but they were very, you know, they were good, good. Uh, and, you know, in retrospect, I could have brought him in just, you know, heavier, you know, because he's got great shape. Samson's got great shape. I, I mean, Samson's glutes, it's not a glute show, but at that level, it almost becomes a glute show. You know, I mean, he, he uh, Samson's got everything, you know, all the tools to move up from here. But it's, it's, it's hard to say how far he'll move up. I, I was so impressed with him at the Arnold. And I was impressed with him here. And I think I'm, I get blown away with, you know, the taper and the, the height. He looks way taller than everyone else, mm -hmm. you know. And the front double, you know, he's got the good midsection. He's got the sweep to the thighs. He's got good biceps. Um, really good side chest. I mean, he's, he's impressive. He could, he, could have, he could have technically been fifth. Do you feel like there's um, I feel like there's something to be said for the idea that at the Arnold, at the Olympia, all these guys are going in truly to win. I mean, like back in the day, you have to admit, like you were trying to win, but you kind of knew you were hoping for second because there was, yeah. you know, you're not beating Phil. You're not, you know what I mean? There was a timeline where there was, I mean, even back to Jay, only Jay believed he could beat Ronnie. Everyone else kind of knew they were battling for second, you know? Dusty, I said something, you know, I, I, I said this for, uh, I said um, that uh, only Jay thought he beat Ronnie and me, and only Sean thought he beat Phil and me. The, no one else, mm -hmm. I don't believe anyone else believed that they believed that they, they were going to beat Ronnie or hmm. uh, Phil. Sean. And with, with Jay and Phil, it was a done deal. And now um, I just think that, yeah, I think everybody thinks, you know, I think at the Arnold for this year, seven people think they can win the show. Right. That is a good line. That was good. That's, he no, was I right, seven people. Yeah. yeah. That one had blocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right though. Seven people do think they can win the show. You know, and I mean, they may be, you know, maybe they can, I, you know, the, hmm. the days of the dominant guy are over. You know, it's so funny as I've never bought into that dominance. You know, never, uh, Ron, you might remember when when Derek, when Kamal won the, um, besides predicting a downturn in the housing market in Vancouver, which I was right. Um, <laughs> I was right on that. Uh, um, I, you know, when, 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 when far, uh, Derek Lunsford was getting ready for the Arnold in which Kamal won, I told you and I told Jose, impossible Lunsford wins. He looked whacked out of his brain six weeks out, guess posing. He looked like he could be mm -hmm. top three in the open. And I said, by the time he makes the weight, yeah. you're not going to see this guy. 
You know what I mean? Right, this guy right. is not the guy for the 212. Um, and, but Kamal, regardless of that, had the idea, like, I'm going to beat him anyway. You know what I mean? And I'm sure Clarita had the, the, the thought, though, you know, like, I'm going to beat Kamal. So it's hard to, like, you know, I, I think now things have changed where I think a lot of the guys do think, you know, I can beat, you know, I can beat Rami. I can beat Nick. I can beat Lunsford. I can beat Hardy, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and you know, the the irony is, I, I think the judges feel that way too. I think if, you know, if we saw, I, I don't think the judges would blink a wink if if Samson came in next year like twenty pounds bigger and like crazy condition. They'd be like, okay, first, yeah, you know, <laughs> right. We love Derek, we love Nick, we like Hadi, we like Rami, but you know, first is first. Yeah. Do you think there's a mentality well, that- shift with the judging at all? I mean, there's two things have to happen to have a dominant dynasty guy. He has to be really, really great where they can put him first multiple times. But then they also have to continue to feel that that's the best physique over and over and over again. So do you feel like maybe there's some shift in that regard too? Yeah, I think there's a shift because, you know, partially because of the physiques, you know. Um, You know, I think it's – I think a lot of these shows – are somewhat open, you know, whether it be, I don't know if there's a reason why, you know, the judges probably think the same way. Um, you know, I talked to Steve Weinberger one year, like very little. And, you know, he just said, simple as this, Sean Briggs is all time best and, you know, he can win it. You know what I mean? So his mm-hmm. mind was not closed. He's a head judge. But he, yeah. he reminds you all the best, you know what I mean? You can't be like really, really good and like win some poses. It's got to be like all time best. But, you know, that's the head judge saying, yeah, he can win it. And that's so cool. Like, we, as a fan of the sport, going like going to the Olympia, I don't think there was a, anybody who really believed that Hadi was going to do it. You know what I mean? Like everybody was like, well, you know, we'd love to see Hadi, but they're not going to give it to him. You know what I mean? He doesn't speak English. Yeah, yeah. And so as a fan of the sport, going into, say, the Arnold and thinking this this could be any of these guys, like, I absolutely love that. Yeah, I do, too. You know, I, I because it makes for um, it makes for a great prejudging. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah, I think people one, I thought I think people thought Hardy would be one, two, three. But I don't think anyone would have. I think very few people had him first, especially with the, you know, hype train of Rami, which was. You know, I'm a contrarian. When there's too much hype, I, I told Dave so many times off the off like off the radio show. I said, you know what? It's just the hype is so much that we're going to see so much that it, it. You know, don't be surprised if he lands outside the top three. Huh. Because I saw an, anything, yeah. anything, anything other than mind blown would be like, even if you're a judge, ah, yeah, I was expecting more. Yeah, I I saw an interesting. Uh, article the other day about dopamine and um, it made me think of bodybuilding hype and it said that when you see a movie that you really like and you tell your friends the movie was awesome (laughs) they will have a lower dopamine release when they go watch the movie because they're expecting it to be awesome no kidding and they will like it less they will scientifically enjoy it less because you told them it was so awesome so I was like, damn, I'm going to stop telling people that stuff's really awesome because it, yeah. they're, they're going to get disappointed like, 
scientifically disappointed. Like they can't have the same dopamine release because they're expecting like such an amazing experience. And I thought, man, what are all these like, you know, uh, tease videos and hype pictures and Instagram filters doing to people when, you know, we actually walk out on stage. Oh, for are, sure. Are they disappointed? Are they sort of disappointing the brains of the judges at all? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting to think of. You know, Ron, I was once in Savannah, uh, I think it was Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, 19, I, I remember the 1996. And I was with a, a friend of mine who's like a genius which just means he doesn't, well, we got to talk about being a genius, which means you don't have to even get up. Uh, it means what? It means there was, what? There was, a, there was a hot dog stand and the hot dog stand said world's greatest hot dogs. And across the street, this guy had a hot dog stand and he said, pretty good hot dogs. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, he's, if the he's, he's over delivering. Yeah. He's <laughs> under, under an over promising, right? He's playing the long game. Yeah. The other guy's disappointing everybody. <laughs> That's amazing. Tune in I, I for more Dusty, business advice say, with Chris Aceto. People, I told was it you, Dusty, when I said, I told the, the, the guy said, I'm working hard this year. Uh, okay. No, I'm working smart. I don't work hard. Yeah. And I said, well, I work at genius level, which means I don't even get out of bed every day. <laughs> you know, when people are saying, like, oh, this year I'm going to work smart. I'm not going to work hard anymore. Because the whole point is you, you have to – even my son who's eight, 18 says that bullshit. And I'm like, dude, when you're 18, 19, you got to work until your you know, feet fall off and hands fall off because you have to work hard at some point. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. – <laughs> Yeah, you can't possibly be smart enough to coast at this stage. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you, 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 you touched on something that I want to spend a minute on. And you said about how Jay, was, Jay and you were the only people that believed he could beat Ronnie. And then yeah. Sean and you were the only people that believed he could beat Phil. And yeah. I, I've told this story many times, but you sent me photos I'll never forget. You sent me photos on Monday before the Olympia. So it's five <clears throat> days out and there were pictures of Sean Roden in the hotel room. And you just said he will win. Yeah. And I remember looking at the photos. I was behind the juice bar at the gym. I remember looking at the photos and being like, fuck, he looks pretty good here. Like he looks pretty mm -hmm. good. And you know, they're hotel room pictures, right? So like you can't really tell if he's going to beat Phil, but you just know he looks pretty good. And you sounded, yeah. you were like, he will win. Yeah. And then five days later, he beats Phil Heath and wins the Olympia. And I remember thinking, like, the fact that I know that you believed it hmm. had an enormous, like, that wouldn't have oh, happened if you didn't no. believe he was going to beat Phil. Because that's how close it was. I mean, it was like, you know, he was beating Phil at his eighth Olympia. You know, it was a huge deal. And, and I often think, like, man, that's what it takes. Like, two people on the planet believe that could happen. And I don't know, just, I just want your thoughts on that and, and how deep you think it goes in, in business and in life and all that stuff. He'd been frozen for like 30 I, seconds, I knew that. but you were on such a roll. I didn't want to stop you. <laughs> I had the hope. I had the hope that, that it would just like pick me. back up. 
Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that yeah. was good. It was good hopeful thinking. There we go. But Chris is so good, he'll know my question, even if he didn't hear it. He'll know my question. My dopamine levels I think my dopamine levels hearing Sean won the Olympia have shut down the internet. <laughs> no one told you? Sean won, I'm like, oh yeah, he yeah won. that's right. <laughs> so so yeah, I was just saying, like, that can't happen unless you believe it's like to beat Phil Heath was an astonishing accomplishment for Sean. And, and the fact that you two believed he was going to do it, uh, it, it, you know, most people can't get to the point where they believe they can actually win like that. What do you think of that in regards to business and in life and in, in how we set ourselves up? Well, it's, I mean, you, you have to, you know, you, you have to believe, um, in what you're doing, but you got, you got to have a talent for it. And this is what I, I get frustrated with this day and age is that, you know, people get into this, like, you know, you can be as the most motivated person in the world. Um, you can, you can believe you're going to win, you know, the Vancouver, you might not because you might not be in the right thing for you. Bodybuilding might yeah. not be good for you. Um, uh, so, you know, you have to have a vision and you, and, and the, the, and, and everyone does to some degree, but you have got to execute and it's hard work, but you have to have the talent for it too. You know, so I just get like, you know, with Instagram and stuff, um, because I, you know, I get a feed and I, I, you know, like I, you know, I, I used to follow, which I stopped cause it's just too much, uh, even though I like him, Tony Robbins. But then once, once you follow like Tony Robbins, all the other like fraudulent motivational like you know just have a vision and execute it and fuck everyone and you can you you can own the empire state building within six years if you, you know no you can't you know right. it doesn't work that way so um you know you can't put false bullshit in your head it's it's hard you know i try to weigh at risk of sounding like a defeatist you know you can tell jay or sean you can win the olympia you can win the olympia some people, you know, some people, many people can't who make in the top eight. Some, you know what I mean? They will not. It doesn't mean you can't try, but um, there's some people outside the top 10 who might not ever crack, crack the top three and they're like super motivated and, you know, everything else. So, um, you know, you, you got to have some type of talent for it. Of course, you don't know your talent, unfortunately, until you give it a try. But going back to, you know, if you want the positive spin on it, you, you, you know, you, you have to have, you have to have a vision for anything that you want to accomplish. Of course. I mean, you know that. And, and the, the rest is, you know, hard work and figuring it out from there. And just as important as hard work, I think is knowing what your limitations are and knowing how to avoid mistakes. You know, you have to know in bodybuilding and real estate and anything, what are my limitations? And what are my flaws? Where can I make mistakes? Because where can the whole thing come tumbling down upon me? You know, you know, just because you're, you know, you're headed to the top doesn't mean, you know, you fall over the cliff and, and everything cascades downwards. And they say, God, look at what happened to Chris. So look what happened to Dusty and Ron. You know, they were doing good until they. I think when I look I think back I'm more at negative that. Than positive. You know, it's funny, though, it's, it's you, you nailed something that's so important, though, is because I feel the same way people there. You can do anything that you that you believe in. No, no. Yeah. I mean, like you, you got to have an understanding. But I think 
on the flip, if you want to have a successful, say, career in bodybuilding and you weren't born for bodybuilding, then look at it, step back, get a better view of the entire industry and say, oh, I can own a supplement company. That makes yeah. me a success in bodybuilding or whatever else. Um, but back to the the Sean thing, and I, I'm sure you had this conversation with Ron as well, but um, it had to have been four weeks out, five weeks out from that same Olympia. I remember you sent me pictures and you said, Sean's going to win. And I said, why? Hmm. And you said, because he believes it this time. He said, you said for years, you were telling him you can win, you can win. And he wasn't getting it. And once he got it, it was a game changer. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Mm -hmm. You know what? I can only push someone so far. You know what I mean? I, you can ask Jay. When Jay thought I was like, lost my mind. It was 2000. I said, he's Ronnie is not going to beat you again. It's not going to happen. Period. End of story. And I think Jay was like, Jay was naive enough to believe it. You know what I mean? Like, God, Chris says, you know, and and swallow it hook, line, and sinker. But I wasn't talking my book. You know what I mean? I wasn't talking it like when, the, you know, just to say it. I, you know, right. I meant it. And and that seven eighteen. 2018 there was like years i know sean you know wanted to win thought he could win thought he had the tool 18 that was it he was like you know i'm done being nice i'm done not you know sometimes you have to go from humble to arrogant to be able to just cross that fine line you know into mm -hmm. that mental space where you're like you know what I'm just done with getting second and third. And he was done, done, done with getting second and third. And, and, and it was not even the best prep. It was not the best prep. It just like he internalized 100%. And I knew it was like catching a fish, Dusty. You know, when you're catching a, you're, you're, you're fishing and you can like, it's not really on the line. You know what I mean? But you know mm -hmm. when it's like, oh, I got this fish and I got to reel it in. I definitely got it. Mentally, I knew, I, I knew where he was mentally where it was like, not too far off from the show. It's like, oh, this is a done deal. Hmm. Done. Yeah. I remember being at that show and not believing in Sean. Uh, being at, you know, when you, you guys are talking about uh, Roden winning. I remember being at that show and I remember the comparisons with him and Phil at the night show and thinking to myself, like, yeah, he looks a little more conditioned in this shot. I'd actually have Sean in this shot if I were judging, you know, as they're going through, those were the thoughts I was having in my head, but I was like, but it's just not going to happen kind of thing. Like I just, I didn't believe it. And then I was, it was another one of those moments, like talk about being surprised as a fan. That was, that was really cool. Literally every single person in that auditorium stood up. Like I haven't personally seen an Olympia where more people were just like amped to see that happen. Yeah. I mean, let's speak. I mean, part of that is I think um, people get sick and tired of winners. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, the only one who gets doesn't get sick and tired of winners is the winner and his immediate friend. You know. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, so they're rooting for the underdog, and and uh, and and you know, Ron. To go back to you, if you remember the press conference, Sean made the prediction at the press conference. It's like is. It's not, this is like, I'm winning, period. End of story. He made that prediction in 15 too, but um, it didn't pan out in 15, uh, which I think might've affected him in 16, 17. But, mm. um, 
but you know he was phenomenal in 15 but he uh you know he made that prediction himself in the in the in the press conference um and so people thought this guy's either lost his mind and going to be the embarrassment of the weekend because he so forcefully declared what he was going to do or um you know or he's going to you know follow through which was you know people were skeptical about uh and and you know he did follow through in a big way yeah you know it's a it, it, just to add to it it was it's it's the most it's it it's you know you can tell that i talk about it like i get excited but it's it's so the flip side it's the saddest story ever because um I mean, Ron, it took you fucking forever to win the Canadians, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, it just it just took Sean a long time to mm -hmm. win the Olympia. And, you know, then he wins it. And then uh, someone hey, um, Wait. Oh, a little lag. Little bit of a freeze up. We, we were good for a while there. Yeah, we can remember where we're doing right pretty where good. He was Drop he was it again. Well, I know where we are. Yeah. All right. We're doing really good. All right. I had someone not come knock at my door yeah. with a giant sign on my door saying "not not to knock." You're kidding me. And that's when I left and like tore them up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the there three go, people buddy. watching that I'm not getting paid because there's only three people watching. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford it. Connection. But you were, you were saying Europe, about it being you know, the saddest part. Yeah. It just and then then you know then he got accused of rape, which was you know post me. I mean and and uh, you know and I was very vocal. You know everybody just said you know Sean who? I mean this sport mm. will turn on you. People people will turn on you in less than a second. You yeah. know, um, and all the people who like believe me, who said, you know, Ron, Dusty, I'm in your corner no matter what. It's all talk, mm -hmm. you know, because the minute something goes wrong, you know, you never hear from these people again. And, and the sport turned its back on them. They, they, you know, they can pretend and, you know, do everything they want and make believe to themselves that they supported them. Nobody supported him in the sport in terms of officials. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, when he died, I, I, I'm on the record for, I, 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 I told people that he was going to die this sport. I made the prediction. It's horrible to say like a prediction, but I said to people, you got to let Sean Roden know now, hmm. now go back to making kitchen cabinets or you can do the show next year, but not. As you know, he was in the Arnold. He was out of the Arnold. Yeah. Put him yeah. on the poster. Believe me, do you think he called me in 30 seconds when he found out he was in the Arnold? Hmm. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the phone call was this. I am going to decimate that show, take no prisoners, and then I'm going back to the Olympia and kill everyone there. Wow. And then he's yeah. out of the show. I mean, you want to uh, talk up and down into a state of just from euphoria, dopamine overload, Ron, to what's the opposite of dopamine, extreme depression, you know? Yeah. Um, 
and you know people played with his life hmm. uh, whether they intended to or not i'm not saying people yeah. went out to intended to ban him from bodybuilding but the, the the real world was that he was banned from competing he was not allowed to compete and that was just like saying ron i'm gonna uh, uh, i'm gonna cover your mouth meaning i'm not gonna let you breathe you know mm-hmm. i'll let you breathe like every 30 seconds and i'll keep that i'll let you breathe every 30 seconds but after a year you know you start to see something in ron's eyes like i don't think ron's gonna make it i'm letting him breathe every 30 seconds but God. in other words yeah. there's some hope littered with despair and yep. so the sadness is that, you know, you know, and, and something I don't forgive people for is um, he was not allowed to compete, you know, not allowed. I mean, come on, defend that. He still came to all the shows and stuff, too. You know, I, I'd still see him like, you know, at the, at the following Olympia, you know, stuff like that. He was still there. You know, interacting with people, talking to people, smiling. Yeah, you know, I, I'm 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 a I'm a landlord, and uh, I look at applications all the time. And you, we screen people, and it says, uh, "Hey, Ron, ever, uh, Dusty, ever been arrested?" They're like, um, uh, "Which means yes." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was was I, okay. Okay, just put on the you know, just put on the application. Someone's been arrested for even stealing. It's not a one-time event. They've been arrested mm, yeah. five times. And I made on, I don't want to make the show about, you know, this, because I go crazy when I, because I, I get myself riled, riled up, is I said early on, I will guarantee, guarantee, I will leave this sport if another girl comes forward. Because if you rape one girl, you rape more than one. Mm-hmm. It's like George Santos's lies. You've told one, you've told a million. You know, if you've, yeah. if you've, if you've, it, it, simple as that. You don't. Oh, the one time I raped the girl. The one time. No, it's like the cheater. You cheat on your wife. You did. You don't. <laughs> the one isolated. No, you go out. It's like ten thousand times she finds out. You know. Yeah. Yep. It's just. It's just not like that. So, I had said early on. I said, you know what? I will bet a gazillion dollars you know we're not going to see girl number two girl number right. two that should be enough you know anyhow it I ended completely understand end. that huh yeah i understand what you're saying completely yeah. it seems like with everybody else there's a two three four five six seven eight yeah but not in that case yeah, somebody gets dismissed from Newton and they said, what happened? We stole. What did he steal? Well, he stole this, he stole that, he stole this, he stole that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I, um, I have a bunch of questions that came in for you, Chris, and everyone's asking you business questions. Huh. How do you feel about... How do you <laughs> feel about... I'll tell you what this when it comes to bodybuilding coaching. You know, Dusty, that bullshit... The passion and passion, you gotta have the I don't have passion for bodybuilding. So it's proof that you can be successful and not be passionate about it. <laughs> you know, because those those things on walls that say passion is the first step to ultimate, you know, 
right satisfaction and whatever but so you know what i don't even have passion it doesn't mean you can still do your job you know someone can clean really well and they can hate it but they're really good at it yeah you they know? get it done so right I'm convinced passion is overrated passion is overrated <laughs> i re- well I, oh i want to ask you about one of one of your most famous quotes ever now is uh it, it takes nine minutes to coach these people <laughs> That's right. what? It takes nine minutes a day to coach these people. I don't even know. I said so many bullshit things. What's you, that mean? I don't you, even know. you said that you were you were talking about when Ian said he didn't want to coach Chris anymore. And you, they were discussing, oh. you guys were discussing that. And uh, you said, that ah, only takes nine minutes yeah. a day to coach these people. <laughs> I, I told we these dying. guys that we they dying. died for like five minutes straight. Yeah. How much time would it take to Chris, coach Chris Bumstead? You know, someone I don't know. You said nine like, minutes a day. That's, 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 excess, that's an excess amount of time that you need. You that's know? if you're that's like chatting about it. I mean, all you need to do is send pictures. And if you, I can say, Ron, you're still fat. Well, you're less fat than last time. So you're on the right track to being, you know, more or less fat. If that's a double right. negative or more or less fat. <laughs> I, I think we got to show at some point the the correspondence that we used to have because because i always laugh because i'll get check-ins chris as you know that are that are novels and chris and i would literally send the pictures and it would be like 286 11 weeks out doing 30 minutes of cardio chris would send back better than yesterday picks in two days i'd send back k that's our full conversation it took a minute and a half back and forth yeah. Like, I, I remember I learned early. I sent Chris a check in very early and it said like, uh, you know, strength was good on Tuesday. Uh, strength was good on when blah, blah, blah. And I wrote this big check in and it wasn't even that big. It was like two paragraphs. And his response is not reading that <laughs> picks are better. That's all that matters. <laughs> not reading that. So, so you know. And so I learned right away. I'm like, Chris doesn't give a fuck. He just wants to make sure I look better and everything's good. Okay, let's go. That, 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 you know, as a, as a coach, I'm up against people who like, who who bamboozle people with like, I need to know your, you know, your heart rate at 9 a.m. when you get out of the bed. Oh, then, yeah. Resting heart rate when you wake up in the morning will determine your carbs for the day. Yeah, yeah. And people would believe it. You know, it sounds like something. I'm, you know. Oh, it kills me. <laughs> what, what do you think? What do you think of some of that? That complicated. Like, I, I just took a client on, and and she told me she said, "Wow, my last coach had me spending four hundred dollars a month on all these like pills and supplements." Wow. And you didn't write anything into my program except creatine. Yeah. And I was like, and you know, well, and then might. also too, she's ahead now. You know. So well, what that, do you think? That coach, is, that coach is much more scientific than you. And, and much right. smarter than you because you you know you you're not up you're not up you know you don't know your coach would yeah your coach would speak in a bit your coach would invest with the you know the FTX guy who just got his ass handed to him you know he's gonna spend some time in jail I posted a picture of him because it reminds me of gurus on my Instagram I posted a picture the day he got not arrested. Just they said there was some impropriety with him and the lady who started the blood testing thing. They did that movie on. She she tried to talk mm-hmm. like Steve Jobs and more the 
Yeah. And you know what? Frauds are easy to frauds are there's red flags to frauds. You know, there's red flags to like cheaters. There's red flags to uh, phonies, and there's red flags to you know a lot of things. And if someone's telling you, you know, you got to take four hundred dollars worth of supplements a, a month, that means that they probably don't know what they're doing. It probably means that they can, you know, who knows? Just it's just it's ludicrous, is what it is. What it, what are your current thoughts on the real estate market moving into the next year or two? And how bad do you think the recession is going to be? Uh, real estate market, I tell people all the time, and they they it's funny. And they just like dismiss it. I'm like, oh my God, why even ask me? Real estate prices are 100%, 100%, absolutely unequivocally tied to the interest rate. People do not buy anything based on the cost. They base it on what my payment is. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, real estate prices, someone's been doing it 20 years, you know, real estate prices, we, we had an interest rate for commercial real estate at three and a quarter. Or three and a half percent, like uh, 15 months ago, and prices which had already been going up went like through the roof because you know people don't say like what's the price they say what can I afford? Yeah, you know yeah, what's the payment? Not. So, so as as interest rates start to move back up, prices have to come down. I think you know you had asked me about one year ago. I, I think I said about Vancouver. I said that's the peak. You know. Yep. You know, every, everything has a peak. I mean, it can come back, but I think with interest rates going up, that means, you know, the cost of borrowing money is more. The co- if the cost of borrow, borrowing money is more, then, you know, if you're on, you got the same job, you can, you know, you can afford less for that house. So that seller has to sell it for less, unless he's not going to sell it at all. I mean, there might be some pockets of, you know, good neighborhoods and good markets, but. Prices are coming down and they'll probably continue to come down. Um, recession, um, I, you know, everyone's debt. Recessions are tied to so many different things. And um, I mean, at least in this country, you're in Canada, Ron. Um, there's so many job openings. It's insane. So that should offset the idea of a hard recession, you know. Because there's so many ways you can, if you want, mm. to work to make money. Yeah. I, right out in Arizona, Dusty? I mean, no, you're in Florida oh. now. I mean, you're in Georgia. No, right? South, South, South Carolina, South Carolina now. Yeah. <laughs> you're bouncing all, all the same. You no, know, it's the same. Uh, it's, that, yeah. That's the thing that we get confused about all the time is I feel like there's endless ways to make money right now. So it's endless. shocking to me when people are like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, my biggest issue, if I was in those shoes, is which one or two to do because there's so many. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's hard to predict a recession with so many job potential openings. So I think that offsets the idea of recession. Um, you know, previously I I thought we were absolutely headed for a recession when, you know, when gas prices were like five bucks a gallon because. Mm-hmm. You know, elections are won in this country on gas prices. You know, if gas prices, if the presidential election was next week and gas prices were six bucks, whoever's in there now would absolutely positively 100% lose. 
But if they were like a dollar ten, he'd hundred percent win. A monkey could win. You know what I mean? If gas prices were a dollar ten a gallon, people because you know what I, I put you. I would you know I I'd go back and forth to a couple of towns in Maine and you know I I I was putting like a hundred bucks in the in the gas tank when it was like five bucks all the time. It's like oh my god, this is like a mortgage a few years ago, you know, for gas, 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 and now it's back down. You know what I mean? It's it's come back down. So I I thought that was going to have a big impact on creating a recession, but um, re recessions are trying to, you know, it's, it's hard to really predict, you know, uh, I, I, you'll like this dusty and cause you, I, one of the best real estate guys in town called me one day about the recession. I said, you know, we talking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the guy doesn't, it's, it's sick cause he doesn't have to work 10 seconds a day. You know what I mean? But he still works like a maniac all day long. Love it. And, yeah, of course. Fact, as you would say, right? Uh, <laughs> he goes, he goes to me, he's asking me about this and asking me about that, asking me about this. And, and, um, I go, he goes, and with, he switches, he's, he's talking about like, like something business wise. And then he gets to the recession, which is a big picture. And he, he, he tells me two things. He said, Chris, people in my office who are young now, we can't get them to work hard. He said, I used to work. He said, I used to sleep. I know people don't believe it. I used to sleep in the office when I was like in my 20s and 30s. I would sleep because I couldn't wait to get up the next day and put in like 14 hour days and just kill all the other brokers, you know? And um, he said, now we have people, they'll, they'll take Monday, Tuesday off. And I'll say, where are you? And he says, I'm working on my, I'm working on myself. You know, what's it? You know, I'm working on my, my, I'm working on my <laughs> internal self. And he's like, we got to get you to work here. <laughs> so That's he amazing. Like, he starts getting me a little scared. It's all bodybuilding connected, you know. He starts getting me a little scared, like, well, this and that, and recession, recession. He goes, well, he goes like, well, people like me, we can always go back to like 80-hour work weeks. In other words, you cannot, you know, if the recession hits, like people like him are just going to work. Well, just work harder. I'll just work. I'll go back to working 80 hours. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's the bad genetic story. If you have bad genetics and bodybuilding, you can say, okay, so what? I don't have the best. I, 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 I don't have Andrew Jack, you know, and Coleman genetics. So I'll just, you know, do I have to do a double or triple split? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes. How many, whatever it takes. What, what's your schedule like now? Are you like, you've always been known, especially to us who've worked with you as seemingly always awake, never asleep, always responsive. People saying that, you know, I mean, I've heard multiple people say, man, I feel like guys, Chris is only client. Um, you'll have 12 guys in the Olympia and some amateur like me will say, you know, Chris responds to my texts in the middle of the night and early in the morning and middle of the day. And so, uh, uh, you know, I actually had two questions here. How much does he actually sleep with all of this response time and all of these clients saying that they get all this attention? You know, as, are you at your most sleep ever? Are you getting more sleep now? Or are you getting less sleep? Are you, you know, You're what's sleeping right now? now? I'm, I'm getting less because I'm, I'm having a late midlife, midlife crisis. I'm having a late midlife crisis. And Did you buy a Dad, Corvette? No, not <laughs> No, and I didn't buy new shoes. If you saw my Instagram, I didn't buy new shoes or new bed. Uh, <laughs> though, um, I'm 56, and I've never had a good memory. 
And now I can remember things so exquisitely from like seven years old and 15 years old and 19 and 22 and 28 and 20. And I go like, I go like 56, 15 years ago, 56, I would have been what? 40? That seems like 10 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. I mean it. And now I swear to God, I'm afraid I'm going to, I will, I can't sleep. I cannot because I'm afraid I'm going to sleep through the rest of my life. And there's still things I want to do and accomplish um, or just enjoy. And like my oldest, my oldest son is freshman year in college. And I can remember when he was like two, my wife told me once, before you blink, he'll be in college. And I remember that day because I, that, that day I sat on the edge of my bed and I cried and I thought that's so true. It's a, it's just, it's a fact beyond fact, but how do I like, how do I be aware of the time between two and 18 or 19? How do I, there's no book, you know what I mean? Like, how do I like be aware of it so that like I can enjoy it? You know what I mean? Like, how can, how can I, and then it's like, Bing, 19 and I like now I'm like oh my god did I even enjoy any of that I guess I did you know what I mean it's hard to so because of that because I know time flies I'm like I'm literally afraid it happened this morning I was like I, I set the alarm for six five o'clock I'm up can't sleep you know it's, and then I mean I went to bed late I went to bed at like 12 o'clock so um five hours five hours a night six hours a night but it's it's mostly uh fear of, you know, just not being, you know, the point was 15 years went by like a blink and it probably did for you guys too, right? At least the last seven have gone by. Absolutely. The last four of like a joke blink, right? Oh yeah. I saw this article uh, and they said, they they were talking about how when we're kids, if you can remember back to like summer vacation, you look back at that, it was like two months, two and a half months, but summertime felt like an eternity you know oh yeah and now you get older and and obviously like you're saying years can go by in a blink and and what they're saying is is that when we are doing things that we're used to doing like you drive the same route to work or to the gym or whatever you could just go on autopilot you know what you're doing you know where you're going you're not even thinking about turning the turn signal on and your brain stops recording as much information because you're not doing anything new Versus like a kid, everything is new. So all that stuff is different. And they said that the key is you want to always like challenge yourself to do things differently. Take it, you know, it was like one of those things, like take a different route to work, all that. But it makes sense because, yeah, you get to the gym or to work and you're like, huh, I don't even remember that drive. And that's kind of like yeah. an analogy for the last, you know, 10 years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fact. Great. I, I think that's why it's, you know, good for the mind to, uh, go on vacation and see something different hmm. because, you know, you're so energized, even if you don't do much on a vacation, you get, you come back, you know, energized mentally to go back and doing the same routine every day, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Was that, was that the first time you brought your son to the Olympia? First time I brought him to the Olympia. Um, uh, you know, I love to make predictions. I told Dave, people laughed at me on RX muscle radio when, uh, when classic first started, I told Dave, wrap up the open. 
I said, because what's going to happen is, you know, it's going to take some time, but the classic is going to become popular. Hmm. So, of course, my son comes home one day. said, you know what Chris Bump said? I, this was three, last year. I said, yeah, you know, Ron, Dusty. I said, yeah, I, I said, I, I get the guy who's going to beat him this year. And he, he's like, this was last year. He goes, who? And I said, this guy from Brazil is Ramon. And my, my son said, what's he competed at? I said, well, he hasn't competed yet. <laughs> but, but, um, but I think he's going to beat him. So the crazy thing is high school kids, it's, it's sick. The amount of people who know Chris Bumstead. Oh yeah. That's oh, unbelievable. Uh, high school kids know him. And so when my son's little friends found out like, Oh, your father like coaches bodybuilders and, and like this. So when Ramon got fifth, they were like nuts. Yeah. And so that's how I got my son like, Oh wow. Wow. Classic and this and that. And so, um, the Olympia was coming close and I said, why don't you come out, you know, come out to the Olympia. And he came out and then, uh, you know, he had a killer time. Kill a time. I was like four yeah. seats over from him at uh, Classic Prejudging. I saw when you guys you brought him over to his seat and all that. I oh was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right there. Great. Yeah, that yeah. Was great because I get to sit in the front row and watch the show. You know, and he got great seats and yeah. You know, because it's one thing to go to a show and you get crap seats. You know. Oh yeah. I went into I went into a crazy panic when we went to the press conference and the seats were like up in the boondocks. I'm like, oh my god, I I I, I I'm too privileged to. Too, <laughs> I'm too. I'm too, what's it called? Not privilege. I'm too like, I think I'm better than everyone. I got to sit in the front row. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, cause I think Dan Solomon had give me those tickets and I'm like, we, we couldn't even see anything. The, the, the press conference was like, we're like a million rows behind. So yeah. I went to like, God, we have to be able to see the show. I have to be able to see it. So we went to like the, um, the, the, the classic, uh, uh, I think we, at somehow the last minute, like I begged everyone, I called everyone, you got to press back, you know, something that gets me close, close, close. And we got uh, a couple, oh, it was Ma- manager Matt. Oh, yeah, manager Matt came yeah. through. He came through with a couple badges at the last minute. I'm like, oh, goodness, you have no idea, manager Matt, how, you know, because you, you don't want to bring your son to the first Olympia and say, how was it? Well, yeah. we can really see where, like row four. I'm a big deal. Right. Yeah. I used to coach Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah. Man, and people went so crazy at that prejudging too, especially considering like sixty guys. But when they when 65. they actually got, what's that? Sixty five. Sixty five. That was wild. And when they got down to that top five, like there was electricity in that room. You know, yeah. that was wild. Yeah, yeah. Was, what did your was, son think great. of what? What did your son think of the whole thing? Like seeing his dad, you know, talking to all the big stars and being introduced oh, to, it. you know. He, he loved it because, um, like, he got to see a lot of people, and a lot of people, like, stopped him. So, some people, a lot of people said, like, you know, your father helped me for this show and that show, and, you know, I looked blah, 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 my best. And some people, like, gave him, like, high-profile names gave him, like, really heartfelt stories. That's cool. And, yeah, because I say, am I the best or am I the best? <laughs> I am the best. <laughs> I love it. Tell him. No, tell because, tell the kid. Tell the kid. No, because, <laughs> no, because this day and age, your, your father is like flawed. You know what I mean? In, of in 2023, fathers are like flawed or whatever. I was like, I make no mistakes. <laughs> None. 
Is your son, a, we just had a comment here. Is, I heard Chris's son is a trainer now. Training no. now. Oh, training. Oh, training. I, yeah. It was too small. Yeah. I couldn't read it. So we, yeah, he's, he's, he's serious about it now. He's getting into it. Yeah, he's getting into it. I went to the gym with him last night, which was like the first time. Can you believe it? First time ever I made a video because I, he went for football. That's what he was going for, for football. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was just doing like benches and deadlifts and squats. And then like, you know, you at that age, you eat and you grow. Yeah. You know, I used to call Jose. And I used to text Jose and say like, he'd say, how's Fareed doing? I'd say, he's much bigger now. And even, you know, when's the last time you went to the gym? Five days ago. But, you know, just eating when you're 17, you grow, you know? Absolutely. You know, so. So does he come uh, to you advice for advice and stuff yet? Does he ask you like, hey, what should I do with my protein? Or he's not quite there yeah, at that he, point. He asked me about his diet and, and um, uh, you know, I, 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 I help him with his diet a little bit. And um, so I, I wanted to get into the gym to see like, you know, what's the form look like? Yeah. Which was, you know, actually surprisingly, yesterday we did arms and shoulders. It was pretty good, you know. Um, but he's got young, fresh muscle that uh, Palumbo said, give him 20 megs of Anavar, probably gain 40 pounds. I said, probably gain 80, you know. You know when you're just like fresh? Oh, I yeah. Mean, you, you know, you got, and he's very, 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 very strong. So, you know, if you give someone Anavar who's not strong, nothing happens anyway. You know, but if they're right, already growing, right, right. it's like a Coleman. You're already growing and you deadlift at like 900, you know. <laughs> Is, uh, what what about what about the the family? So he's the first one to hit the gym. Yeah, the the oldest. Yeah, the oldest never trained, um, but has a like a men's. He has a really good physique. Um, never trained, not once. Crazy. Um, and then the the second oldest got into the gym for football, and you know, you know, inevitably, right? You get into the gym, you start posing, and you know, it's the way it is. Yeah, just the way it is. So, so he the Olympia was phenomenal, and, and the best. I think the funniest part of the Olympia, the it was great. Like I saw you, Dusty, I, I, Ron. I saw you. I saw every, you know. I saw everyone, um, mm -hmm. and I would tell him, "Oh, this, you know." He'd say, "How do you know Dusty? How do you know Ron? How do you know this guy? How do you know that guy?" And um, we, and we, and some people he didn't know. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he didn't know who like Reagan Grimes is. And so I go through like little history of Reagan Grimes and the history of Reagan Grimes is like, I said, you know, interesting. I, you know, I, I said, w when I coached him for like, like the start, the junior Canada, he lost to Chris. Hmm. And I remember right. posting a, a video of him on MD and people went absolutely, they could not believe the way Reagan looked because he had the tiniest, tiniest waist and broad shoulders and cap tricep, but you know, smallish, you know, cause he's whatever, 20. And I remember like him sending me pictures and I thought, well, this should be a show in. And he goes, oh, second by like a point. I'm like, you mean you got first by a point only? And he's like, no, I got second. I'm you, you mean you got, you mean you second to the open men's? You know, I'm trying to figure it out. He says, no, some, some kid Chris Bumstead won. That's, that was the first introduction to Chris Bumstead, you know? Hmm. And right. So I told him, I said, he lost to Chris Bump said way back when, and um, so I introduced him to all these people, and we get and, and everyone's lines we cut. You know, we saw Rami, and uh, we cut the line, and you know, Jay cut the line, and you know, everyone cut, cut the, the line. line. Yeah, I said I don't wait for anyone, and I need front row seat. 
and, and so we we get to we get and he stops and he goes oh, brian shaw <laughs> and and brian shaw's got a line and we had to get somewhere and i'm like we don't have time to wait in line so we can't cut it and i said i i, I don't know who he is you know yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. we don't know each other you know He's my reach only goes so far <laughs> I don't know Brian Shaw. He's never had strided glutes. Yeah. yeah. So we have to wait. We have to wait. We have to wait. And I'm like, I have. No. Almost made it. Almost made I'm it. I'm hanging on for dear life. All right. Hang up. So the look <clears> on his face says that there's a funny line coming. I know. And I need it. And I need the acetoism. That's okay. We got him back on. We got we got one more round. Here we go. Here we go. We got one more round. All right. And he's back, kind of. Back, kind of. Something happened. Oh, we yeah. don't see you or we don't hear you, Chris. We'll get you. Da, da, da. That's funny that he couldn't cut Brian Shaw's line. Yeah, it is. No. I don't know him. He's not a he's not in bodybuilding. Ah. <laughs> I've never had to get any I've never had to get him lean. Yeah, yeah. So is he just gonna call back? He's gonna hit the button, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, he did. And then this but the screen was black. So we uh You know what I'm happy about? I don't have to edit this when it's done. Normally I'd have to go in and like cut pieces out. Clean all this out. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just it is it's what it is, guys. It. We appreciate it's you guys. Yeah. We got two super yeah, chats, yeah. by the way. That means that Frank Sullivan donated four ninety nine, and Sweet. Chris donated uh, five bucks. Five bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. It says huge that's Aceto awesome. fan. Thanks for all the uh, programming, Scott. Hey, that's, that's cool. awesome. That's yeah, that yeah. Awesome. These are long time I guess because we're, we're going live, we do the super chat thing. Yeah, I, I'm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we hadn't had. Yeah, so if we split before. that three ways, how does yeah. that work out? That means that we can minus the Canadian conversion. We can get coffees in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> there you get so coffee these days, Scott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could share someone coffees says, in Canada. <laughs> someone says Chris must be on his wife on his neighbor's Wi-Fi. Maybe, maybe. Let's see. There he is. It's cheaper bar back. there. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I because I, I it's I'm lucky thirteen. I said the word thirteen. Oh. <laughs> so there I, you go. Ron, I, I had 13 wins, which I kid. I said when I had 12 wins going into the Olympia, like the 13th, I thought it was a bad luck number, so I wanted to sabotage the guy, and he still was peeled. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. So my son, so we wait for the Brian Shaw, and I, I, you know, I got like 13 people texting, when are you coming back? 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 We're waiting for Brian Shaw. So I get to the front of the line, and Brian goes, oh, my God. I swear to God. Hi, Chris. Why didn't you cut the line? I, I, my, That's amazing. my son my son thought i was like the man once i was able to once brian shaw that's who he likes you know yeah right you know once brian shaw like like in his mind he's like god brian shaw knows my father's name you know i did that's that so awesome. when he said i i did this i did like when he said why don't you cut the line like, me <laughs> That's funny. That's amazing. Did you? We you got to let Brian time. know. Next time you see Brian, you got to let him know that he made, that he made you look like uh, 
you know, the whole coach and Jay and Sean, that's all bull. That's all bullshit, boring bullshit. But your son was impressed that he knew who you were. (laughs) Yeah. It was, was, uh, he, he was totally impressed. And it was, um, I, I took pictures of, I mean, I took pictures of, I would no, I took pictures of like stepping back of my son and Brian Shaw, because you could see like, my son was like, just enamored. You know what I mean? To be like yeah. Arnold when we were starting or something or Lee Haney, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a question for you here. Um, I have $175,000 from an inheritance. What would you do with it right now? Um, I would be more concerned with losing it than, than building it. Hmm. Um, and I would, I would, I would, depending on your age, if it, I, I would put it in an, in a, um, if it was me, I'd probably put it into like a wimpy index fund where you just track the market, you know, tr- track the, you know, the, the Dow and the NASDAQ, because it's really hard to beat the market. If you think of the whole idea of beating the market, um, you can, but that's called luck. Hmm. Uh, it, it's like, you, you know, you just... If if somebody could beat the market, it, it's weird because see the square behind me. I'm in the financial center of like the town, and, and there's you know investment advisors everywhere, um, and none of them can beat the market. Hmm. I mean, some people can. There's some people who who can. Obviously, there's there's small handful of people in the world who can, um, but otherwise, it's just it's more important to be in the market a long time than to try to time it. Mm-hmm. you know right time spent uh, is more important than time entered or whatever yeah you know if, if you if you put blindly you know a thousand bucks or one hundred seventy five thousand bucks in the market 40 years ago um you'd be very wealthy probably seventeen thousand forty years ago you'd be you know have a lot of money um but you don't know what days things are going to hit the you know where you get hurt is buying and selling and selling and buying and buying it in and out and out and in and you know it, it, it's um you know it's almost like the bodybuilder asking run what should I do Dusty what should I do Chris what should I do you know okay change it based on what run Dusty told me I change it what just stick to one damn thing you know over time you're gonna get better. So are you saying so, to invest it in something <clears throat> kind of safer and easier right now to kind of ride out the storm is what you're saying? Yeah, I I would I would invest it in like an index fund that 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 covers the whole gambit you know broad, broad spectrum of the the stock market. Um, you know, because most, you know, real estate's a great investment, but you, 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 you know, you, to some degree, you know, there's a man, you have to manage it and there's a lot of moving parts to it, you know, whereas, you know, stocks are going to go up, they're going to go down, they're going to go up, they're going to go down, but they're proven over time, 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 long period of time that they go up. Yeah. You know, right. it's almost, it's almost like a, a loaf of, I told my kids, I said, a loaf of bread costs a lot more than it did 40 years ago. You know, and so did eggs. They cost a lot does it go? Rent is a lot more than 10, 20, you know. Oh, we got one more. I thought it was going to go through. I thought it was liquid. We Well, we had good luck, you know. We did have pretty good luck. We have- well, we're, all, we all, we're almost there. We're almost at the end. Yeah, and we appreciate you guys hanging with us. Everybody on the live stream, yeah. this has been freaking awesome. We got like uh, 200 people hanging with us right now. 
That's wild. I know that's it? been crazy. Let's uh, yeah. and and I know you guys have been commenting down the side. I actually um, forgot to open that window for like the first hour, and I didn't see any of the comments. But, I've been uh, following it along, but you guys have had such a good flow; it would be hard for you know to jump in. And there was one really good question I thought, which was uh, talking about Chris's books that he had written ages ago and how have his philosophies changed since then. I, I thought that that could be interesting. Is there anything different that he does today, you know, compared to the past? George had that question, but I didn't want to jump. That's in a great him, question. You know, ask him what his, no, favorite that's a steroid. great one. What's his favorite steroid? Just ask him. Yeah, deep ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's deep ball. I Good old deep ball. ball. Yeah. It's a Yeah. Hey, We'll get him back on one more time. We did hear we people say early on, they're like, yeah, this is Chris's Wi-Fi. When he does his live streams, this is this is what happens. <laughs> they know Chris. That's what it is. Okay. Oh, someone asked him, when is SAS making his comeback? Oh, yeah. Jeez. I've been waiting for that for years. I was hoping to Same see him. here. I was hoping to see him when I was in the UK and he, he was going to go over to the expo and then he had something come up. He couldn't make it. So it was good at the Arnold UK. He came by the booth. Did he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It was good to see him. I've like so surprised to see him. I didn't know if he'd like show up, you know? Yeah. Cause he He's, doesn't live right there. He's got, he got to drive down, you know? Okay. Yeah. Just his name. Sasan Harati sounds like a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? It's like a good body. Sounds like a name. good bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are using like, the word that guy good. sounds it was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underselling sizes. Come on now. <clears throat> easy. It was too easy. Did you okay. send the link it over? Oh, he's got it. He's got it. But he uh he just has not called us back. So he's done. He's like, hit the he's done. He's like, I think that was enough. You know, I, I gotta go do some stuff. <laughs> Let me go invest some money. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's on his phone investing. Yeah, could be it. You get him one back on for one more round. Or he had maybe like the, he's doing his nine minutes of coaching right now. Maybe that's yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> it's getting Andrew Jacked ready right now. Yeah, yeah, that's all it takes. There he is. Yeah, right. we all appreciate you guys now. hanging with us. All right. We 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 said you were doing uh, your nine minutes of coaching. Oh, is he there? Do we got you, Chris? Damn. We have him in frozen image only. Yeah, he's out of image. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yes. Do we try one more time? We'll give him another minute. We can give him another minute. And and, and if not, we could we call it good. I mean, we're we're going good here. I mean, this is an hour and we're in an hour and 19 minutes. Yeah, now, yeah. So. He gave us he gave us a lot of his time. When we go Absolutely. live with someone, an hour is enough. So I'll, I'll give him an out here if we can get him back on for a proper goodbye. Yes. But, um, you know. It's uh, it's it's good to be able to do these lives. We really enjoy doing the lives. They're actually better in a way for like the algorithm too, aren't they, Scott? Like, aren't these an advantage for us? Um, they're different. You know, they're different. I don't know if they are an advantage because then people have a harder time seeing them afterward after they're done. But I mean, oh. either way, either way, it's good. And I love being able to interact with people more. You know, we excuse me, we try to interact with the comments all the time. I always. I read all the comments, but here we get to actually see people commenting. So that is right. a nice change. And yeah, there you are, Chris. We want one more quick round. We'll let you go. You've been really great with your time and, and everything. We appreciate it. Um, you know, you got two more minutes for us. 
Yeah, it's why CNBC won't let me on because I get a bad connection. Oh, there, <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, I had one. Do you have a question, Dusty? I got a few to finish up here. No, oh, fire away. I, I knew you had your box there, so I wanted to keep everybody lined up. Um, okay. The real estate advice was big. So many real estate questions, dude. How do you yeah. feel about being, how do you f feel about people coming to you with, with business? They want business advice. Do you feel like, do you kind of look around sometimes and go, me? What's going on? No, I, I, I'm surprised they don't take it. It just, and I'd <laughs> like, I think of that all the time. People ask me and then I say, hey, did you, they don't take it. And it's, it's human nature. It's like people saying, Dusty, you know, I, I was off for my last show and Dusty might say, you know, I, Dude, you just gotta, you know, you gotta do X, Y, Z, or you gotta do more cardio. You gotta do this, and you, you see him in the gym, and like, fuck, the guy looks the same, and he's not even doing what I he asked me, and he didn't even listen to me. If that makes sense, you know, people people ask advice all the time, whether they take it or mm. not. Do you that's think that's one that of the biggest nuts, problems though. with bodybuilding? Oh, for sure. What's that? <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. What's that? Is that was that one of the biggest problems with bodybuilding? Do you think that we're especially bad at taking advice? No, I just think it's human nature. People ask for advice, but they they don't you know, they they ask for advice from too many people or they ask for advice as almost like a going back to motivation. Like maybe I'll get motivated if I ask Dusty for, you know, what he did for his back or, you know, even though I won't do what he told me he did for his back. You know? <laughs> so people ask about real estate, for example, and they don't, they just don't do anything with it. Some people have, some people have told me, Oh, Chris, I did X, Y, Z. And I'm like, Oh, good. You know, that's, you know, I think what, you shouldn't what, ask for the advice until you know, you're ready to use it though. Like I reached out to Chris before I bought um, the houses here and I asked two questions. You know what's the market like in south carolina and if i buy these do i flip them or keep them permanently as, as like a long-term thing and immediately did both you know within a month month and a half hmm. you know yeah. but, but i wouldn't have made that call until it was like all right i think i'm ready to do this uh let's let's find out what he thinks you know Wait, do you have any examples of people coming to you with business advice and then like a year later they have some astonishing story of like massive success because of just doing a s simple stuff you told them to do. Like, no, I mean, eat less I, nothing carbs your cardio. No, no, not, not astonishing because you got to, you know, you got to start from somewhere. And most of the people ask me something and they've never bought real estate or they've never done like, you know, anything, you know, commercial real estate or, you know, multifamily or even a house. So, you know, they might've, you know, bought their first, duplex or fourplex or um you know someone i know just recently bought a, a six unit you know and is doing really well with it right away and i mean it's it's not hard i mean nothing's hard i think bodybuilding's hard frankly i think getting ready for a bodybuilding show is extremely hard i think you know getting to the level that you guys got to is extremely hard the level of just never turn your brain off never get a break miss christmas miss birthdays miss Fourth of July, miss parties, miss, 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 because you're dedicated to to bodybuilding. Like business is like a joke. You know what I mean? You can, you, 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 know what I mean? you can, you don't even. You, it's it's easy. Real estate is like a joke compared to getting ready for a bodybuilding show. And the stress, you, have, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, but, people the just have to be able to like handle a, it. 
yeah, and, and, and bodybuilding is like, God, I have to be at my absolute 100% peak. You know, you can run a building at 70% of its just capacity or peak and still be considered successful at it. I like how you look at that. And you could do it while eating pizza. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like pizza and I, and I like big yeah. buildings doing 70%. Yeah. I should have yeah, done that a long time ago. <laughs> Just work. Don't work harder. Work smarter <clears throat> and then work at genius level, Dusty. That means you're not doing anything at all. <laughs> right. Oh, right. I'm working on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate your time, Chris. Thanks very much. Uh, everyone's been telling us, you know, we've asked the <clears throat> listeners dozens of times, who do you want on for guests? And every single time people say, you got to have a Cito back. You got to have a Cito. Sometimes they, they say it in a funny way, like, Acido, we got to have a Cito back on. Talk about being peeled. People will say stuff like that. Come, come on with you guys because I know you guys. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. As opposed to like, you know, John Smith's podcast would be like, you know, he won't even, there's no familiarity. So he'd be asking rote questions and I'd be giving him rote answers, you know, like, <laughs> right. well, what do you think about the Arnold? Well, the Arnold in its 28th season with Gasparri winning the first year, you know. Just, <laughs> right. <laughs> Is, uh, okay. Let, let everybody know, um, how many guys do you have in the Arnold? You got Andrew, right? Yeah, I got Andrew, Kamal and ramon in the classic um and that's it you know oh. heavy hitters yeah you know heavy hitters you know he Good. heavy hitters We're looking but, forward to know, it even even hank Aaron struck out a few times yeah to end, yeah, to end right. on a negative to end on a negative <laughs> note which is my hallmark, <laughs> your hallmark. in bodybuilding it's like in bodybuilding you if after overconfidence comes recklessness, right? I right. never want to be yeah. guy like overconfident, like, you know, like we got this because it'd be like, why didn't we just, you know, because when you're at the point of like, we got this, someone said in this show, hindsight being 2020, it damn right is. And after a show, you'd be like, oh, why didn't I see that? His quads could have been tighter. Anyone hmm. could see it because you were yep. saying, we got this. So it's better to be negative yeah. and think like, you know, we don't have this and how can we get better? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will be at the Arnold. So we're looking forward to seeing it and uh, hopefully looking forward to catching up with you. If you do a, an expo walkthrough, which I'm sure you will. Yeah. And uh, you know, we always got time, man. So thanks for your time and we appreciate it. And we hope somebody uh, watches this podcast and uses your advice and either gets ripped or rich. Or, 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 or turns a little negative. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Turns a little negative. Remember, guys, passion is overrated. That's what. That's the takeaway from the show. <laughs> That'll be the, the title of the episode. Passion is overrated with Chris and Cito. Later. Okay. Awesome. See ya. Thank you very much, everybody. The technician, Chris Acido. We'll see you at the Arnold, buddy. All right, later. See you guys there. Thanks. 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 All right. Hey. Okay. We still, We're still there, here. Scotty? Yeah, still here.